Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm back in live with another episode. As you heard from today's theme song, this episode is about God and growing up with God and my Christian journey and just my journey through the church, really, and just how God's been there through me and and how he just used me for different things and just how great he is. So we're going to get into that and just my journey of growing up with God. So I wanted to put this episode out for a very long time. I just couldn't find the right time because... Y'all, from work to school to a relationship to a social life that's really non-existent, but, you know, it's there. Um, It's really hard to do these episodes, like, but I really have to, like, pace myself and put my priorities in place. So I put school and work in place, and then I was just like, I'm going to get the episode out when it needs to be out. And I just feel today is very a convenient time for me because the place in my life where I am right now, it's very a trying time. And we're going to get into that. So, while we are talking about God, we're going to start the story. And just bear with me. I'm very transparent and going to be very honest just about my journey. And some things people don't know. So, we're going to get into the real key key and the real tea. But this is about God. So, I'm really going to try to be, like, serious. And I like to joke around in my podcast. But, like, God has just been so monumentous. And so, yeah. So, I'm going to be talking about the journey through birth, adolescence, to adulthood, which is now. So, my Christian journey began at birth, basically. I grew up in the church. The church I belong to is Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church. My pastor is Moses S. Gordon II. The Moses S. Gordon II. And the reason I say the, because Pastor Gordon can do a sermon, baby. When I tell you, he can turn a sermon, baby, into thin air. Like, he just does it. Like, And for me, he gives me that oomph and that closure that I need on that day, like... Oh my gosh, we just had a recent conversation where I got in my car wreck and I was dealing with like family problems and things like that. And he was just like, hey, he was just like, God didn't say life was going to be a box of peaches or a box of roses. There's going to be some bumps along the way. So you can't give up now. So, oh yeah, that's one of my favorite gospel songs by Mary Mary. Y'all can't give up now. But today's theme song is Forgot About God by Judah Morris. And it's just, yeah, it just goes with the episode. So let's continue. So, as I said, I grew up in the church. Moses S. Gordon is my pastor. Okay. So, my mother was a woman of faith. So was my grandmother. And so was my aunt. And just, my grandmother grew the, uh, basically gave them the values of um, Christian faith and things like that. And my mom instilled those values into me. So, every Sunday, baby, at 730 in the morning, was at church. It was no if ands about it. You getting up and you going to church. So, and I'm really thankful for that. I am. I am. Like every day, I tell God, I'm like, thank you for that because we still have that relationship. I'm like, God, I need you in certain situations, so it really helps. So yeah. 
So basically, on Sunday, 7.30, I was in the church. So, let's fast forward to the day I was baptized. I was five years old and heard the, ba- and heard the pastor talking about a place called hell. Now, <laughs> if anybody knows me, like, I, I'm still scared of hell. Like, the way my mother used to describe it, it just was, ooh. Now, we're going to get into how she described it. So, my mother always said this place was hot. And had natural teeth and wailing. So when she would describe the natural teeth and wailing, basically the devil picks off your teeth one by one. And the wailing was he was whipping you. And baby, I wasn't for that because I didn't already like whooping's name. So I'm gonna be hot and my teeth gonna be removed. And I'm gonna get a, a whooping. Nah, wasn't for it. So I didn't wanna go to hell. So <laughs> I was like, I should get baptized <laughs> because I'm not trying to go to hell. Like, no, I won't be in heaven, like with my god with my grandparents. So, basically, my grandfather is deceased. And so, I've always wanted to meet him. And I feel like I've always had this deepest connection with him. So, when I was five, I was like, hey, I want to get there to where you are. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in hell. So, I need to, you know, go get baptized because I want to be up there with you. So, that was what it was. So, I was like, should I? I was like, should I should get baptized? And But I was so scared at the time because when you get baptized at fellowship, I don't know how it is at other churches. But you have to, you know, confess your love for Jesus and accept him. And it's in front of everybody. So as a five-year-old, that was very scary. And I looked to my mom and I was like, can you come with me? And she basically was like, no, this is something you have to do on your own. Because, you know, you do. Like, it's your own walk of life. Even though at so young at five, you know, my mama could have came with me. But it's my decision. It's not her decision. Because at the end of the day, when I get to heaven and it's that judgment day, it's going to be me and God. It's not going to be me, my mama, and God. You get what I'm saying? So that's why she didn't walk up with me like that. And I'm really appreciative of that because it taught me, like, okay, this is my choice. This is what I have to do. So, And I was really proud. I was very proud of myself. I am to this day. Like, that is one of my highest achievements, like, at five, being baptized. So there was that. And so on faith, <laughs> I went up there and told my pastor I wanted to get baptized so I could be saved. So there it was. I got baptized. And after that, so in the Baptist church, when you get baptized, you get baptized in a pool full of water. And basically, it's symbolizing that you are being submerged into the water. Like how John the Baptist uh, baptized Jesus. I don't know if you guys are into the Bible, but John the Baptist baptized his cousin, who is Jesus. So in the water. So everything was great after that. Um, I joined the choir. Me and my bestie, Kai, who's been on the show before. We would go and do, like, solos for different churches, and we would do, like, different plays and things like that. And so, it was just the same routine over and over and over and over. They would have us, like I said, in programs such as Women's Day and Men's Day, and it was all great and dandy, but after you do something for a while, it gets a little tiring. So, by the age of 13, it all became too much. It felt like if I did one thing, if I did one wrong move, <laughs> um, I would be exiled from the church. So my, basically it was like, everybody had their opinion on us and things like that. We had to be perfect. So every time I discussed me and Kyler's like, well, from my point of view, I'm like, we were the prince and princess of fellowship. Like there was so much porn into us and like, if we made a wrong move, I feel like I would have got exiled. Like just one little thing, like if it was closed, like... And I agree that God says, come as you are. But, like, in fellowship, they want you to be 
They're like, the kids that grew up, they're like, okay, you're supposed to wear a suit. You're supposed to do this, wear a dress. But, like, God says come as you are. So, those are some things I, like, really struggle with at the age. Because I'm like, you want me to come as I am, but you want me to wear a suit every time. Like, it just wasn't. It was too much pressure. Too much pressure. So, my view of Christianity was a little backslided, as we Baptists say. And as I began to get older, around the ages of 16 and 18, I had had enough. <laughs> I had had enough. Because, like I said, everybody's opinion was getting on me. Like, there was one time at my church, and I love my church. I love my church family. Like, I'm just being very transparent and honest. And, like, in my podcast, I have to do that. If I'm not transparent and honest, it just would be like, what? So, there was one time where they were like, Mitchell needs to wear a suit. He's not wearing proper clothes to church. And they had a whole meeting on me. And I just didn't like that. Because I was just like, what's up? Like, at the time, I'm like 16, 17, 18. And my father had just passed. So I'm just like, why would you do that? Like, my mom was a single mom at the time now. And so there was that. But my, let me tell you how good my pastor was. That next Sunday, he had a whole sermon about, like, these kids are growing up just like we're, we were growing up. And we, they they're probably doing better than how we were. And so, like, that just made me feel good because people like to put their opinion on children when they're growing up. And it, like, shadows, it, like, dims their light a little bit. So there was that. And I was just going through that. Like, and so every time my mama would mention church, I would get an attitude. I'm like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. No, 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 I'm not doing it. And at the time, my mom was like, well, if you don't do this, you can't go out with your friend like Tay or you can't go out with Law. You can't go out with Lauren. So I would really just be in church so I can go to the function on Saturday or Sunday. So like that was the deal. So like I still had my view of God. Like I knew who he was. I knew how he saved me. But the church had really dimmed it because I was so tired of the pressure. I was so sick of it all. I was so sick of the opinions and everything. Like I just was done. <laughs> I was like so done. And like it's crazy because when I look at myself now, I'm not like that. But like before I was so sick and done. So there was that. And my mom didn't know what to do, so she just kept praying and praying and praying. Yes, I'm a firm believer of prayer, but, like, when she prayed and prayed, little did she know. So, we're going to get into that. But it got worse. So, my perspective got even worse because my mother was sick. She became to be sick by the age I was 20. And I was struggling by myself for a while. And every time she would bring God up, I would say things like this. He isn't helping us now, huh? I said I would get so mad at him for letting me struggle and endure and endure this pain. So at the time, I spoke about my mom's death and stuff like that. I'm very transparent. I was really mad at God because I was by myself. My dad was dead and it was just me. I was 20. And I was taking care of a person that was bedridden and it was too much. Then I'm working and doing schoolwork and exams and tests. It was just all too much. So she would bring God up. I'd be like, he isn't helping us now, huh? And I would just turn into like a little demon child because I just, I was really suffering and I was really like struggling. And I just was like, oh my gosh, like why? Like why me? Like what did I do to deserve this? Like it just was crazy. It just was crazy. It just, it really was. And it was just a struggling time for me. And I just, to God, like I really apologize to him for those moments, but like he knows everything. He's omnipotent. And he just knows at the time what I was going through. So, there was that. I'm so sorry, God, for those words. Like, I'm so sorry. So, my mother would tell me not to talk like that. 
And I have to remember how God brought us through many troubled times. So the troubled times that we went through were like bills would be due and we didn't have enough. And I don't know where like somebody would help us out or I don't know. Like then my father was deceased and that was really hard for me too. Because I hadn't even spoke on that before I started to tell y'all about that story. So I was asking my um mom, I was like, what can my dad do in heaven that he can't do here? Like, what is his purpose? Like, when I would see other people die, I would know their purpose. But, like, my dad, he was just like a regular average Joe <laughs> to me in my head. And he just drove limos and he was on a railroad. But I was like, what is his purpose? So my mom was like, Mitchell hates God. Da, 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 da. And that was at the age of 15. Yeah. And I just was like, I don't get it. Like, but I finally understand. And when I, like, talk about my adulthood, I'm going to tell y'all about that. So, yeah. So, basically, I had to remember that God had brought me through the tough times and things like that. So, later on that year, when mom was telling me all that, she died. So, now she died, and now it's just me on my own. Y'all, my whole world shook. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> my whole world shook. And I started having anxiety attacks. And I was just like, oh my God, I gotta be so perfect. I gotta do this because I'm on my own. Like if I don't do this, I could be homeless. And it just really like didn't sit with me well. And I really just got into praying on my knees and bowing down because I just like I can't do this by myself. Whew. Y'all, I was just so stressed. Like and I'm feeling every emotion under the sun right now because of, like, I'm when I'm writing it down and when I'm saying it, it's just really hard. So, I used to be in my room just looking at, like, just really praying and be like, God, help me. Because I don't know how I'm going to make this next journey. And I don't know how I'm going to do it out my mom. And I don't know how I'm going to do it out my daddy. I'm just like, I, I'm not used to being on my own. But let me tell you how God is and how wonderful he is, y'all. Whew. Sorry, I had to get really emotional. And sometimes I'd be a little extra. But it's okay to be extra for God because it's Jesus. God helped me so much because, as you know, like, when people die, your mother leaves you, like, money and stuff like that. So she made sure I was okay. But to this day, like, I'm still in school. I'm still working. I haven't hit rock bottom at all. Like, there's sometimes I'd be like, ooh, but I'm so happy that he has me and holds me every night. Because without him, I feel as though I wouldn't be me. And I wouldn't be able to tell you guys the stories. And I just be thinking him for like my boyfriend and everything and just right now. And so that's how I am as an adult. And that's how I am what's going on. So recently, this is what's been going on in my life. Um, I've been reading the Bible and things like that. Just really trying to dive into his word more and get to know him more. So... Recently, I think it was, no, it's Monday. I got a question from one of my friends. And she was just like, when did you become all godly? So that really hit me today, this morning. And I woke up and I was just like, oh, I know how to. I was just like, mm. I was just like, I need to do a podcast. So I wrote it. I did it. And I'm telling you guys, right? So when I'm saying this now, I'm just like, when did I become so godly? I've been at, not that I'm godly. Nobody's really godly like you because nobody's perfect you just you go to church and you pray to god to be perfect but nobody's really perfect and when she said that 
I'm like, well, I've been in the church since I was born. Like, I'm like, I've been true to this. Like, I might be falling down the wayside, but I'm still God's child. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to come to his word. So when she said that, it just bothered me. It's just like, people don't understand. And when I was going through, I kept praying to God and I was looking in Bibles and anxiety and stuff like that because recently I've been having different family dysfunctions. I've been having friends dysfunctions. Like I've spoke to y'all before about my friends. And I just was like, God, I don't understand. Like, I'm going to be very transparent. Like, my family dysfunction is just like, everybody wants to control me and just that. And I was just like, God, how do I handle this? I'm grown now. And people were just not seeing my eye view. And I just was like, I can't. And with my whole friends thing, they're like, they feel as though I'm different. I'm a different person. I was like, well, God, am I? And when I read my Bible, God just was like, just lean on him and just, you know, I feel like Job sometimes. I don't know if you guys are into the Bible, but Job is a person who basically he lost everything and the devil had me to deal with God and he lost everything, but he still kept his faith. And that's what I'm really trying to, because I'm like, at the end of the day, I love my friends. I love my family, but I'm like, if y'all were to be gone and God is still here for me, that's what's going to happen because I just can't like, whoo, y'all. And I just be praying to God, pray to God every morning it's just like, it's really, God has really been wonderful. And that's why I had to get this podcast out to you guys and let you know, if you need a church home, fellowship is available. If you need a church home, they have Greater St. Stephen. They have all type of wonderful churches. You need to get into a church home. You need to trust God, lean on him through tough times. You need to pray. You need to get in that Bible because baby, that's how you go make it through. Because that's how I made it through. That's how I made it through. And there's been some struggles. Like, when I got my car wreck, y'all, that recently just happened, and I was talking to Pastor Gordon about it, whew, I just was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pay for this? God, help me, help me, help me. And let me tell you how God worked. God got into that bank account, and I had enough money. Like, he just works like that, and God is always on time, and I just I just love him. And so when I listened to Jude Demoris' track, Forgot About God, and when I was reading, when I was telling y'all about how I was with my mom, and I was like, you know, God's not here, huh? Basically, it's like, you know, I forgot about God. Right, like, that's how the song starts. And it's just like, you can't forget about God's grace, his mercy, and just everything. And that's just all I have to say. And sorry, I got so a little emotional, but, you know, God is my God. And when I talk to God, I feel as though I could talk to him like a regular person. I be saying, dog. I just be saying all type of stuff. <laughs> but yes. And um, so when I was telling y'all, I finally understand. Like, I finally understand why both of my parents are gone. God needed them in heaven so I can grow up on earth. And when I say that, it's because I feel as though I've grown as an adult. And I just do things differently. My mindset is different. So there's that. And I'm just, read your Bible. Oh, you guys, I'm really trying to start um a Bible. I want to say a Bible not club, because that sounds weird. I don't like that term. Um, okay, we can say that. A Bible-like club or just, you know, Sunday school. Just I'm really trying to get that and help people with their spiritual journey as well as help me. Like, I'm not, I don't have a degree in this. I'm not a pastor, you know? But just all help each other out. So, you guys, it was so good talking to you again. I can't wait to make more episodes. Um... So, yeah, go follow me on my socials. 
Instagram is savage.mitch to H's. Twitter is M-A-C underscore D-G-A-F 13. That's the same as the Snapchat. And I can't wait to just get into some more episodes I have in store for you guys. Be patient with me. I know I be dragging it along with the episodes, but this one was really dear to my heart and I had to get it out. So, um, I love you guys. Pray to God. I pray for you. I pray that you have a blessed day. And this is Moments with Mitch.